When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. What is up, everyone? Tuesday, just after 8 o'clock. So you guys know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. Or if you're listening on audio, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast. Lance, how we doing, man? Because I'm not doing great. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to stay patient. Uh, the Buffalo Blitz is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, the best daily fantasy app in the world. Use promo code BLITZ to sign up now. You'll get a deposit match up to $100 and a player pick em promo. That could be a player to get more than 0.5 yards. Uh, so it's basically a free pick. So go out there and use promo code BLITZ to sign up at underdogfantasy.com or on the under- Underdog Fantasy app in your app store. Ah, uh, man, I'm so I am just um, I my wife's a Patriots fan, dude. So I had to fucking live with this stuff. And she was a saint. She didn't rub it in my face. Um, she probably understands that um, the, the bills and the Patriots are not going to be equal towards the end of the season here. We hope we think um, so. This was a you know road division game. I think it's a tough game to swallow um back-to-back time uh back-to-back times out where where the bills looked like they were struggling and um (laughs) we're gonna recap that a little bit and uh luckily we get to turn a quick eye to the buccaneers on thursday but um yeah we're gonna get into the recap here what do you what do you think Um, you were there so first of all tell us a little bit uh on and we talked backstage obviously but tell us a little bit uh, about your experience this weekend and um you know how it was at the game yeah guys as always feel free to comment if you're on facebook and youtube your questions your concerns a lot of concerns um and obviously we'll preview the a little bit of the bucks game on thursday that's only two days away which is crazy turnaround but yeah i was at the game i'm, I'm an intern in providence so i was there for the patriots but i was there i if you follow me on Twitter, you saw some of my tweets. You follow Bill Buffalo. You saw some of my things. I did a recap video, all that fun stuff, right? The game I was at, it was, it's always different. I find watching the game live than watching on TV. I just, you just get a different perspective and you just, if sometimes it feels different. Sometimes it doesn't even feel like you're at the game. It's, it's I get, I get a weird feeling sometimes, but mm-hmm. it was like, it started slow, right? You, you gave up three. You, did we start with the ball? I don't even remember. We start. No. We did not start the ball. Nope. They, they, no, they started yeah, the ball. Sure. They go up three nothing, and you're like, okay, that's fine, right? Three points not going to kill you. But then you have an interception, and then they go down and score a touchdown. And then, like in a blink of an eye, you're down ten nothing, and you're just like, holy crap, we're doing this again. Because three nothing, you're not doing it again. Ten nothing, yeah. you're doing it again. When I mean doing it again, I mean you're getting down early, like the Giants, 
or you're starting yeah. slow again, and you're just like, crap, here we go. We're not going to win the game 31-7. to And it just never clicked for this team in the off for offense. I don't even want to talk about the defense yet, but the defense has concerns, but they have injuries. The offense has no excuse for being this dormant for three quarters. And it just yeah. took forever. They had a touchdown wiped off in the first half that I thought was a bad call. I thought that was a bad call, but it happens. Stuff happens. The sequence after that was also terrible by the it Bills. It was bad. They, they get that called back, and then they just keep shooting themselves in the foot and end up yeah. having to settle for three. And um, and the, the, is that the one they missed even? So I'm, I'm not sure which. No. Uh, if that's the one they missed or not. But, um, yeah, it's tough. I think that you. They missed a field goal. The f- half, No, they missed a field goal the second time they tried a field goal. They made a field right. goal on that drive. Sorry to cut you off to make it 10-3. Then the Patriots punt, right? I'm sorry to cut you off, but the Patriots punt after you They're go down 10-3, you get a stop. You're like, okay, we're yeah, back in the right. game. You know what you do after that? After you kick a field goal, get a stop down 10-3, you go three plays for three yards. You can't yeah, do we that. we talked about that a little bit last week, right? Do we that. talked about how this team continually stutters right when they need um, to make the play. And that's right. kind of the the habit they've developed yeah. for whatever reason – and, and we talked at length, and I kind of yelled a little bit last week about the first drive. Uh, Josh Allen throws an interception on the first play of, on offense. Why, why are we going to like deep or intermediate? He on the admits first play? that he, you know, he kind of got tricked by um, by the defender, which I can I can understand. It it was a it was a good play where he, you know, took the flat away and then immediately dropped back to the corner route and uh, was able to you know, make a great play, but it's, it's just, we're not seeing things here still. No. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of what we, we want to get into, right. Is um, <clears throat> there's, it's not one person's fault here, guys. It's not, it just, the, the offense well, can't be. is just inconsistent in every position. The offensive line is inconsistent. They're not sharp in their communication. They're not, executing their assignments properly and that's leading to hurries and plays when ken you know everyone wants to run um to ken dorsey and blame him and we'll show a video here in a minute where you know you can blame him maybe for just a mundane design call where um you know it's not creative but you know the the patriots were just in the right positions all game it seemed like and the bills just were not the bills were out of position it seemed the Bills were able to get pushed around by the Patriots' offensive line, and they had no answer for it. They just it's, had nothing that they could do. The guys were not getting off the double teams, and the linebackers were getting sucked into the blockers, and it just wasn't a game where they could find a rhythm to consistently stop what the Patriots wanted to do. And then when they needed to the most, they ran out of gas, and the Patriots march down the field yeah. and score a touchdown. The big thing I think that I, that made me upset is like when you want to talk about coaching, the defense sh- like absolutely got blasted by the same play twice in a row to end the game to win it. Two different receivers both ran a corner post kind of route, a double move, and and the Bills didn't cover the inside. They tried to take away the outside to make sure that they didn't get beat on the fade route and they didn't take away the inside 
and the Patriots end up getting an easy touchdown to win the game. It It's one of those things, and you go back to like the first half, right, Lance? And I agree with you with the defense at the end because you had a chance to, I guess, write everything that poorly happened on Sunday. You had a chance to win the game. And they get that first play. You miss a couple tackles. You have the deep. If you go, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, Lance, but if you went back and you looked at Mac Jones's targets, like where he was throwing the ball on Sunday, they weren't crazy deep. The deep defense wasn't getting beat deep. The Bills were not tackling well on Sunday. And they were not tackling well. And they didn't tackle on the final drive, but not even going to that final drive. You go back to the first half. And you look at the offense, it's an interception, it's a field goal, it's a punt, and it's a missed field goal. I'm not counting the last possession when you got the ball with 20 seconds left at your own two-yard line. That doesn't count because right. you did the right thing. That's actually the, the one right thing they did in the first half, I guess, was not doing anything stupid and got out of the half. But you had four possessions. You had an interception. You had a field goal, which should have been a touchdown, but still poorly designed plays or execution post the flag. You had a punt after getting a stop down 10-3, and then you missed a field goal down 13-3, and then the Patriots punted. You go into half 13-3, you go to the second half, and you start with a 10-play, 81-yard drive for five minutes and seven seconds. You're down 13-10, and you're like, okay, we're back in this, which you are back in this. You don't get up, you don't give up a touchdown, but you let the Patriots go down the field and then go up 16-10, and then this was... I thought was the key part of the game. It obviously ended up being a little different towards the end of the game. You're down 16-10, and you turn the ball over on downs. You Josh Allen had Knox. Knox dropped the ball. But should the ball have even been thrown? Allen should have ran for the first down. I saw it, and everyone saw that. And they didn't execute. They did not execute. And also, I think Dan Fates tweeted this, who was on our show over the summer. If you go back and watch that photo, let me see if I can get it in a second on fourth and two we're dropping back on fourth and two like eight yard drop back and everything's yeah. deep what are we like it's and both blames for dorsey for allen for execution for Diggs, for whoever the oh one whatever but you do not do that on fourth and two they are making this so freaking hard on themselves knox doesn't catch the ball allen should have ran the ball whatever you don't down 16 10 patriots score 22 10 and you're like crap this game's over well, no, when the Bills needed points, when they were down 12, they needed points and they go 75 yards in two minutes. Are you kidding me? You couldn't have done that any point of the game, but they did it there. They did it there. 22-17, Bills get a huge stop, huge force fumble by Poyer and Bernard. You down five, you go down and score again in three minutes and you take the lead and you needed a stop and you didn't get a stop and you did not get a stop. You also had a chance on third down lands. The Patriots are right around midfield and they give up a big play. You cannot do that. It was it was just carelessness. It was mistakes. It was poor execution in the first half. But then it was in the second half when they were like, okay, we, we know our offense. We can play. We have a good offense. Yeah. They figured that out. But it was a little too late. But then there wasn't. <laughs> like it's one of those... <clears throat> It's one of those games where you're just like, where was this in the first half offensively? Like, why is this a thing? Yeah, for sure. Seems like to me, the only logical explanation I can put on this is that the Bills are trying things and putting people in positions that maybe isn't their 
wheelhouse to try to see if they can succeed because they want to have something to build on later in the season. And I know people hate to hear that, but that's kind of how teams build their playbook and build their offenses through the season. They want to start doing, they want to start off by doing some things and then they build on that. And then they fake those things and have other things off of that. That's kind of the way offenses evolve throughout the season. So I get the frustration. There's stuff out there about second down, uh, in short, running the ball every time with James Cook. But, I mean, some of those were first downs. So you, how can you criticize uh, a second down run that gets a first down? You can't really criticize that. What we're talking about here is a drive where the Bills, down 16 to 10, go for it on fourth down three different times, and they get two out of the three. And then the fourth and two on New England's 33, you know, if they – if they kick that field goal, it can't really kick the field goal there. You kind of have to go for it. Everyone wants to go for it there, but then you come back and give up a touchdown right next, right the next drive, and that's where huge you know you can't. That's that that the swing Patriots. right there kind of puts the game sort of out of reach. I mean, you end up taking the lead, but you then, did the lead. You had a chance. You had a chance. Then to you can't erase stop everything. And I don't. There wasn't a prevent defense from what I saw. No, um, on that last drive. Either. I mean, they, they just. They got beat. They got well, out they executed. Well, they went. The, the Patriots seem to have the ability to put the Bills' defense in the worst positions, and then the Bills' offense tried to do that with motion and window dressing, and the Patriots just didn't move. It seems like when you watch a lot of the plays, um, when the Bills are on offense, the Patriots' defense is not. They're not oftentimes following yeah. guys around. There's a few times, like the one where, you know I got ready to show here, yeah, um, where um, somebody is following Diggs. Here, you look at this play. So, uh, you know, balls on the 32 yard line, right? Mm-hmm. You're calling a, a play action pass where you have Diggs and Davis, the only real route runners on this play, and then. Outside of that, you have block and release from the tight end. Knox is open there, right? You had second down and and medium. You got to go to the tight end there, and he just doesn't get it done. We'll have a, the second look from it here. You know, motion. They they are moving there. Fake it now, Knox, right there. You have to throw that, and he doesn't. And then he throws it away, and nearly throws another interception. Like there's that is such a microcosm of kind of what the bill struggles are. Can you, go, can you go back to that again? Sure. I want the second, the second, the second part of the video. Sorry. I want to, I just want to see something. And I, I, I know you make, you make a great point. And I mentioned off air lands, the middle of the field, there's nobody there. Like yeah. there's, there's nobody. I want, I want to see, can you pause it when he drops back for a second? I'll tell you when to pause it. Not yet. Not yet. Now. Right now. Okay. So is this if if it's the old Allen? When I mean the old Allen, I mean the guy that runs a little more. Does he take off and run with this? He's got the is, lane here. Because you right? see, I mean, if Cook picks up, if Cook picks up the block, right? And but you also it, see right here, this guy is actually beating Morse? Mitch Morse. It's, so yeah, that Morse. takes away that angle. He could so, try to shoot there and just beat the guy to the spot if he wants to come this way, or he could also try to run over here. Because um, more seals well. kind of to the but left. I think it, it have, he's trying to. Yeah, like trying if to Allen rolls to the now, if Allen rolls to the right, yeah. where's Knox? Knox I mean, on the right, left. right now, Knox is open right here. He should have rolled to the right. 
Yeah, easily. Yeah, go back to this angle. Right here, and then boom, Knox, wide open. It's it was it's also just there's nobody open in the middle of the field. Like, there's nobody there in the play concept. It's to the right or it's to the left. And, and it ended up being a throwaway. It's just one of those things where you're just like, it's it's nobody's executing. The play call has been really inconsistent. And I'm not going to just throw this on Ken Dorsey because it's not just on Ken Dorsey. And we love Josh Allen, and we're going to ride or die with Josh Allen for years and for years and for years. He's the one guy that will outlive, when I mean outlive, I mean on the team, outlive everybody. He will outlive probably McDermott. He can outlive Dorsey. He will outlive Diggs. All, all that stuff. He will outlive them. He's our guy. He's not going anywhere. But he has not been executing consistently. Right. And he said, I think it was today or yesterday, about he likes it when they're more up-tempo. Then go up tempo. Who freaking cares if it doesn't? It takes two minutes. Who cares? You have to score points in the first half. You went up tempo in the second half, and you scored in two freaking minutes in se- in a seventy-five yard drive. But you didn't do that all day. You were and McDermott said this on Monday. He said he likes to play right. complimentary football. We all do. It's a great style of offense. Complimentary football is when you run the ball, you control the clock. You convert first downs and you move the chains. Simple football. You cannot do that though when you are down ten nothing in a blink of an eye. That doesn't work. Complimentary football throws goes out the window. You know who could play complimentary football on Sunday? The New England Patriots because they went up ten nothing. If you if if you want to do, play what Sean McDermott wants to play, which he said I want to play complimentary football, complimentary football. Yeah, I'm just talking too fast to get my words out. Complimentary football, complimentary yep. football. Talking too fast here. If you want to do that, you have to be able to get to an lead. You have to start fast. You don't have to go crazy, but if you start ten nothing, if you started ten nothing in this game. Not even that. If you just answered and you made it 10-10 in the first quarter or early in the second, you win this game. The Patriots aren't built like that, but they got you gave another bad team life. You did it to the Giants. You did it to the Jets. You did it to yep. the Patriots. I'm not saying the Jets are not a bad team. Sorry. The Jets are, I think the Jets are better than a bad team. But at the time, when Zach Wilson in that game, they were not a good team. You gave a team that was worse than you life. You did it three times, and it's burned you twice. You got to stop doing this. You have to control the game. You have a better quarterback than most teams. You have a better wide receiver than most teams. You have a better team than most teams, but you aren't playing like it. You're just not. And it's, I don't know, is it execution? Is it coaching? Is it fundamentals? Is it everything? But you're you're continually doing this. There's a, a, there's a good chance, and you probably should be, but three and four right now. It's reality. You should be three and four right now. You could also make the case they should have beat the Jets and they should have beat the Patriots on Sunday if they got a stop and they didn't turn the ball over. You could do that. But NFL is also always a what-if league. It's just one of those things. And I don't know. Sorry, I just went on a rant for like five minutes. My bad. That's all good. I had some issues with my headphones that nobody knew about because you were just talking and I was nodding my head. So You didn't hear anything I said, did you? I didn't hear the first part of your rant there. And then I I came in midway, so it was good. I told you. I told everyone that you sucked. Nah, I'm joking. Um, what do you think? Well, you see the comment. I'll pull this up on the screen, Lance, and we'll get to the Buccaneers game. And we have banners, but I don't think we need banners for tonight because it's just one of those games that speaks for itself. Lance, what I have on the screen right now. Uh, 
Stop calling it embarrassing. Patriots beat the Jets, lost beat the Jets, lost by seven to Miami and should have beaten Philly. And maybe New England's better than it, their record is. They lost 34 0 to the Saints. They got boat raced by Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's it's just can you not hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. They got, for a second, I was like, he can't hear me. Uh they got boat raced by Dallas. They lost to the Saints. Uh, who did they lose to the week before? I forgot who they lost to the week before. Uh, who the heck did they lose to the week before? They lost someone the week before. Whatever. Patriots? They lost yeah. to the Cowboys. No, no, no. Cowboys, before, Dolphins, Eagles. Raiders, Raiders. They lost to Vegas, who Raiders. we beat. Hmm. Look, you don't want to use the word embarrassing, don't use the word embarrassing. I'm not saying it's embarrassing, but it ain't good. I'm embarrassed. It's if not I'm good. I'm embarrassed. I'm going to say it's embarrassing. Right? I don't care if they lost to Miami by seven. We beat Miami by 28. Like, come on. Sorry. Okay, Lance, you can talk for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm annoyed. I'm just, I'm just annoyed. I'm, I'm trying to just uh, go back and find that one play we can see on the uh, turtle is, rundown. Fourth and two? A, um, but I'm not sure if I... Is it the fourth and two here. I was talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to look I have for. a photo. I can get a photo of it. You want me to get a photo of it? I got it, I got it right here. I believe this Do is you want it. me to keep yelling or you jump all the Jump all the digs when it's incomplete. Is that the one? No, it's the one to knock. Yep. Yeah, it's the pass to knocks. The jump ball to digs. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's when he gets hit. Yeah. Yeah, that's this play. <sighs> Thank you, it. Izzy. I got it right here. So. Thank you, Izzy. Yeah, I think, Jack. you know, Let's hope Jack I'm okay right. with I'm okay with um, where we're at right now. I think it's not ideal. I think we definitely thought we'd be mm. in a better spot. Like but I also think like this thing is is plenty fixable. There's plays that aren't being made. Uh, yeah, there's just 100%. it's one yeah. play here, one play there. You know, there's guys just coming. Just guys are having bad moments and missing their assignments and bad crucial times. And I think that that matters. Like there's games are won and lost in such crucial moments that you can't have that. So th- here's your play, right? This is the the one you're talking about, I believe. Yeah. Um, bunch to the top you have davis almost you know with alan's arm i would like to think you have davis right there it's a fourth and, and two though yeah i'm sorry long, Elon. but yeah it's yeah but it's not again even this it was, is, it's it's just it's just a drop back doesn't i don't get it right he should have also got to make that catch but, you, you know he gets catch. the ball gets hit and you, you're not perfect i mean that's, people got to make catches you gotta make plays yeah. people got to make plays I also don't think, and as we did see it a couple times from Deontay Hardy in this game, but I don't know if we have a guy that with the ball in his hands, maybe outside of James Cook, that makes can make a man miss. Like, yeah, I mean, we've tried DeMario to get, Douglas. Demario Douglas can do that on the Patriots. We tried to get the ball Hardy, to guys like Shakir. He's and been better. Guys Shakir. like who else was? It? I, we're getting guys that aren't. I mean, that's Deontay Hardy's. It's got to be Deontay Hardy's role to get him and in those situations. Better. He was better and on Sunday. James Cook. Those are the two guys that are shifty, but we're we putting guys pass? like Sherfield and Can other we? people. I mean, or get Diggs. I mean, Diggs, they did that too. They did a couple screen passes. So we know, like, we know that this offense has things that work, but for whatever reason, they're not putting them all together. And that's the frustration is because everyone knows that this offense is really great. But the problem is not everyone is executing 
when they need to. And it's really putting this team out of the momentum of a game, which then shifts the entire landscape of the game. So like we talked about, you're down 16 to 10. You have a fourth and two. You've already made two fourth downs on this drive. And now you drop back in a shotgun, empty set. And you have Gabe Davis. If you time it right, Mm -hmm. Allen's got the arm to get it to the outside, pass that defender and get it to Gabe Davis. And he doesn't take it. And this is time and time again, where he's just not taking the easy, quick throw. He's trying to hold it and find the next thing, but the offensive line isn't able to hold up. They're not able to protect for as long as he needs to be able to find someone. And then he's got to hurry and rush a throw and it it's a contested catch and the guy can't make the catch. Yeah, yeah. Now that's the difference between this year and years past where the guys were making the catches we're not, and making- we were rolling. And that's that's not happening right now. You know what? It's not to say it can't happen moving forward. It's just to say this is not a team that is mi- completely confused and missing everything as people might make it out to be. It's they're not making these plays in the moments they need to make them to make this look good. It looks yeah. very poor because when they need it, they're not getting it. You know why I think you're frustrated? I'm frustrated. Bills fans are frustrated. Some Bills fans are not don't think this way. They just think we stink, uh, and think whatever you want, right? The reason I'm frustrated is because I know that this team and these group of guys are better than this. We are. I I don't. I'm not. I don't go into every game thinking we're the 2017 Bills that went nine and seven and sneaked into the playoffs. Where. It's it's every game's 50-50, right? We don't have more talent. We have no offensive weapons. It's it's just a it's a crapshoot. I know this team can be really, really good. We saw it last year, we've seen it this year, we have seen it in games that they've lost. We all know that this team can be very good. That is the most frustrating part, Lance. If we went into this year thinking, well, this team's just not talented enough, they're not good enough, they don't have coaching that's good enough. They're not built good enough. Then we'll be like four and three. Ah, awesome. We're over 500. Doesn't, but we know how yeah. good this team can be. We have seen it this year. We saw it in the Miami game. They just boat raced Miami. They boat raced them. 48 to 20. That game was never close after the first quarter. Never close. We know how good this team can be. That is the most frustrating part. We saw we even saw it in the New England game. It was two touchdown drives to end the game. We know that. They, we know this Bills yeah. team can go five plays, 75 yards in two minutes because they they do it and they've consistently done it since Josh Allen has been here. We know they can do that. That is what's so frustrating because we know we are better than this. If, and this if week, we though, we here's a the point. Defense is lost without Milano and Trey. I Yes, but more, more Milano so, than Trey. More, Milano more than so Trey. Ed Oliver and Daquan Jones miss this game. And Daquan yeah, Jones Matt, isn't coming back, Matt. but Ed Oliver – is has to has play been the double team like I talked about before earlier. We have yeah. to beat double teams when and not let these guys on combo blocks get to our linebackers. We have to keep our linebackers clean. And this defensive line that was out there on Sunday didn't do that. Every time a linebacker tried to make a play, they got engulfed by a blocker. It seemed like. And some it's, of it's on them. Sometimes the linebacker didn't move quick enough and they just got caught up in the, in the, by a block and they really shouldn't even have been there. They should have reacted better and been in a different position, but 
at the same time, you know, you the the whole point of the defensive line is to keep their linebackers clean to go flow and make a play. That's how this defense plays. And Daquan Jones was <sighs> like, you're either you're either gonna keep two guys on me and not be able to go to the linebacker, or if you try to go off of me, I'm gonna beat that double team and beat that combo block and make the play myself. And we don't have that anymore. And that's what's missing on the defensive side of the ball. But it's explainable because there's three starters and there was four because that Oliver didn't play. They're not healthy. But the offense, like you said, is completely healthy. There's no no excuse outside of Dawson Knox has a little bit of injury. That's that's still not an excuse. But but you got to find these guys. Like Sherfield isn't getting on the field. Hardy is not getting involved. You have James Cook, who they used a little bit more, which is nice to see. You have Dalton Kincaid, who they're using a little bit more as of last week, which is nice to see. So it's just a matter of, like, put these guys in a position to succeed. Run. Uh, There's no reason, like, when we need three or four yards, even on a first or some of those second down runs, run a quick slant. I mean, you have guys that run really well in, in the quick slant game. And there's no reason. I don't think anyone can cover digs on a quick slant. Nobody. Put them in the slot. Put them, you know, get them into the, in the open, and just run a quick slant with them, you know. And I think that you see that in certain times, and then other times they're just not willing to call those plays, and that's what the frustration is. They call was, a play that's that's much uh, inferior, and it's just it's not, it and it's not working. The guys aren't know? executing, and the guys are getting beat up front when that happens. You know what's an issue? The second down plays. Can we stop doing the same thing over and over? Can we stop running the ball on second down? I'm not against running the ball. I think you have to establish the run and have a legit running game to win in this league. You don't have to have a superstar to win in this league. You have to be able to efficiently run the ball. But if you keep running the same run play, on, and I, I get it that it's different looks. It's still a run play on second down. That is way too freaking predictable. You cannot yeah, be well, the one. You should not be predictable with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. You should not be predictable. Yeah. Come on. The one play we lost like five yards. It was second and four, and they ran to the left. It was Cook, no. and they got it, absolutely it was blown second up. and two, and they turned to a third and yeah. seven. Yes, that's right. That's right. That, second two, and they and the, the, you saw. The Bills tried to use window dressing, and that's what I was alluding to earlier. They tried to use the window dressing and the motion. The Patriots knew it was coming the whole time. They're pointing this way, this way. You could see on the film that the Patriots knew exactly what was coming, and they blew the play up. Like you gotta check out. You gotta know that you're not in the. That's something on Allen to to say, hey, I gotta check out of this because these guys are are gonna kill us. You know, you gotta you've gotta check out of that. So that's. That's the part where yeah. I it cannot be all on Dorsey. There's got to be checks at the line of scrimmage that Allen has to make. There's got to be guys that Allen has to see. There's got to be blocks that have to be made. Absolutely. And Cyrus Torrance was getting undressed out there he was bad. in the middle. He's and been he really just, good this year. He was really bad. He's been really good this year, but he was been he was really bad on Sunday. Spencer Brown is pretty good at football, which is the craziest thing I thought I would say. Seven weeks in, yeah. you know what you can't do. But on key plays, he also still got beat. I was just watching, and I don't yeah. remember the exact. Yeah, I remember thinking to myself, like watching through this thing, like on a key play, he, a guy just runs right around him and affects the play and flushes Allen out. That's and Allen loves to roll to his right, and Spencer Brown's on his right. He's getting beat. Allen has to roll to the left now, 
and that may not be his, you know, his comfort. So it's these, these things just are piling up for the bills right now, where it's just, if, if someone, even if the play call is good, we wouldn't know it because it's hard to get execution when Allen has two and a half seconds at most to make a throw. But if you know that you're only going to have two and a half seconds at most to make a throw, why aren't you calling quicker passes? Now, either Allen's just holding on to the ball, which he's been known for throughout his career, or he's just, or they're not calling the routes for the quick pass. And that's what I don't understand. When we beat Miami, when we were a high firing offense, we were getting the ball out. It was timing. Everything was going at, you know, on schedule. And they just, they're not doing that now. And it's hold the ball, hold the ball, get rushed, try to make something happen, try to be great. And that only can get you so far. And it's biting us in the ass right now. On that second down, on that second and two play that you lost five yards, you were better off taking the ball and falling down because it would have been third and four. That's right. a problem when you're you're better off laying down with the ball. That's a problem. It's and that's that's when you actually that's the 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 one point you mentioned there where you get New England to punt, and then you go out there and go three and out. Now there was. A couple of penalties in there too, where it was del- they had a delay a game. You can't be they doing had that. An offsides, and then it's just you force yourself into a third and seven ultimately, where you know you have to throw the ball. And the in the pass play that they called again, it was not. There's no like, why can't we just run something quick? Like cr- uh, these, to there the, should be the more sticks. crossing and routes. There should the be sticks. like, yeah. And it's something just, it's not happening. Yeah, They're calling like, such a difficult route concept it's, that it's, these guys aren't able to execute it. It's and also shout out to Don Kincaid, who we have not talked about. Great game, and he's gonna need to step up. I'm happy they are actually out of 12 personnel. No, I don't I'm not saying I wanted Dawson Knox to be injured, even though he has not made plays this year. And you know what? You can put on the wrist, go ahead and do that. That's a fair assessment. I'm actually happy it's going to be 11 personnel. You're going to have one tight end, and you're going to be okay because you can use other guys. You can use Sherfield. You can use Hardy, Shakir, who's actually played much better in the last couple of weeks. But this team has to find a way to execute and get simple. You, I think you have to get simpler on offense. You also have to get out of checks if you don't like the play, if you don't see the play, if you see something that is going to disrupt the play, which we saw in second and two. You lost five yards. Come on. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's so frustrating. And I also think, and I saw this on Twitter or when Alan was talking to the media today, uh, post, I think it was post, post practice. I think on Thursday, and I don't want to say we're going to smoke Tampa Bay because I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done with that. Uh, until they show me again, they can beat the crap out of a team. Right. I think on third, I think on Thursday, you're going to see a different Josh Allen. Do we like the Josh Allen we're going to see for 60 minutes? I don't know. But you're probably going to see a little bit not aggressive is probably not the right term, but more of an up-tempo offense, but more Josh Allen being who he is. I think they've kind of I, – I hate to say this because I have a ton of respect for Sean McDermott. I have a ton of respect for what he's done for this organization, taking them out of the dumps that they were in for 16, 20, whatever, how many years it was. But for some reason, Josh Allen just doesn't feel like himself this year. It just doesn't have that same vibe. I think he needs to go back to like whatever whatever that Miami game was. 
I like that. But but also teams have figured out the Bills on offense. Teams have game planned well for the Bills on offense. So you know what you do? You counter that. You have Josh freaking Allen and you have Stefan Diggs. Come on. You have to be better having back-to-back weeks of first halves. They what are they? They've had scored three points in two straight first half. What are they? How many points did they score in the first half against Jacksonville? Seven. I don't think they scored in the first half. No, they did. They ended the job. They ended the uh, the first half of the touchdown. Remember that the past two seven. Yeah. So they have ten points in the last three first halves. Are you are you kidding me? What are we the two thousand and fifteen Bills? What are we the fourteen Bills? The sixteen Bills? The seventeen Bills? Are we rookie Josh Allen Bills? That is unacceptable. Like that is unacceptable. You cannot have ten points in the last three first halves. This team is too talented. This team is too good. This team has too good of a quarterback to be have ten points in the last. Yeah, it's another instance where you're just, you're not, again, your best opportunity to score has to be your first drive on offense. You have a script, you know what's going to happen, you should be able to execute it, and they just can't. Five out of the first seven opening drives on offense result in either a punt or a turnover. Four of those are three and outs. Can't have it. Can't have it to be successful in this league. You have to go out there and execute your game plan. And so either the game plan just stinks that bad, which I just can't imagine that's the case because we saw last week it was an interception on a bad read by Josh Allen. So it's, it's just these guys, it's, it's a combination of guys. Every guy on the offense seems to have a breakdown during the game that kind of costs this team the momentum or the ability to sustain a drive and it's between offensive linemen missing blocks there's multiple times when the patriots will put five or six guys up at the line and the offensive line doesn't communicate enough to know who to pick up you know you have Deion dawkins blocking down on the inside when there's a guy lined up outside of yeah. him he's got to block outside and then Connor McGovern gets the next guy on the outside, and Mitch Morse hits takes the middle. It's got it. They got to slide the protection the right way, and they're not doing that. So Allen's not commanding the protection. Mitch Morse is not calling out the protection well enough, and the offensive line is getting beat, and it's preventing the offense from executing whatever play is called because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day what play is called if you only have two seconds and you have to get the ball out of your hand, and then Allen. Again, notorious for holding the ball, doesn't get the ball out of his hand quick, and that that that's why the offense isn't functioning right now. That's my opinion. But you have to get the ball out quick, get into timing throws. When you see the offense start to click, you see Allen to start hitting guys when they come out of their breaks, they turn around, the ball's on them, and boom, you have a completion, five, six, seven yards, and, and it's e- it looks easy. But when free rushers are coming and Allen's not putting the ball on the hot route or the hot route's not open. Yeah. That's when the offense is having difficulty and it's just, he's missing. It's a combination of, again, not having enough time missing the guy that is open and then just not getting separation. There's those, there's those three things happening. And we saw on the play that we showed 
they ran a play action pass where it's just out and ups by Diggs and Davis. And that was basically the read. And Allen was waiting so long for that out and up to hit. And it just wasn't there that he couldn't see Knox wide open in the flat for a quick dump off would have been a first down and you keep moving. Instead, you have to settle for a field goal there. It's just, it's frustrating to keep saying sort of the same things week after week. That's what my frustration is now three weeks in a row where you're seeing the same types of things and it's not one person. It's not one thing. It's multiple things. It's combination between the offensive line, the the weapons not getting separation and Allen just not getting the ball to the right spot on time. The timing of offenses, I think, is not being talked about enough. I think you have to be in rhythm and on time with th- with the throws here, and it's just not happening for them for whatever reason. Um, there's, again, multiple reasons, but you have got to be on time with your throws. The guys are there ready to receive the ball, and when you hold it and you have hesitation, it doesn't work. And then it's got to be a scramble drill, and you have to be great every play and that it's tough to ask in the NFL for someone to be that great every single play. Josh Allen's done it. He's been good, but it's just not something you need. You really should be putting on your quarterback every single play. And it's just happening too often. Yeah. As always, you can make sure you follow Bill and Buffalo on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you're watching this, we appreciate it in the comment section. We'll try to get to some of the comments uh, and if you missed this episode, you can always rewatch it or listen to this tomorrow morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey. Might be a first. Nobody agrees podcast. with me. Nobody ever agrees with you, Lance. Don't, don't let it get to your nap. Robbie's coming in here. What's up, Robbie? Go Sabres. I think the Sabres are winning. They were up 2 nothing the last time I checked. I don't know. Uh, they're up like 4-1 to now. It's intermission right now. So. Works works for me. Um, Matt Holman, member of the Built in Buffalo Network. Uh, something happened in there. Something happened in there somewhere over the Atlantic. Sound feels like it when they were traveling to London. I don't know what happened in that airplane on the way to London, but whatever happened, reverse it. A little reverse voodoo magic. Uh, where do we go? Need some Missy Elliott to flip it and reverse it. Um, <laughs> defense. I think that we beat the dead horse on the Patriots, unless you have more to say on it. You don't want to do this for another 40 minutes and just like, no, I kind of want to move on now. I think that, um, I guess, well, we can, we can, we could say this. Uh, I want, I, we, we had this no, as one of our, they're going to, they're going to they're win no more games for the rest of the year. And they're going to finish four and 13 and they're going to get the yeah. third pick and they're going to take an offensive lineman. I, I just, I think that <laughs> when we talk about if, if, and, and how, and when this will get better, um, you hope it's this week for sure, because it, you really, like you, like it, we talked about, we kind of need this game we here this against air. Tampa Bay. And I think that win on Thursday, the things that they're, that they're failing at <laughs> are certainly correctable. The offense is fairly healthy. Like we said, um, nobody is yeah. missing the game outside of Knox with a ton of injuries and Knox being hurt. I don't think puts your offense no. so out of sorts that it's, uh, unbearable i think you have all five starters on the offensive line playing you have dalton kincaid coming in at tight end who's showed out very well in his rookie season you have james cook who is starting to heat up i believe you really got to start feeding him a little bit more to make a difference in in this offense because you're not getting it consistently enough out of gabe davis 
So you've got to start finding these other guys to play these different roles and to get the ball and move the off the ball down the field for this offense. So I think it's correctable. I think it will be better. I think the team the Bills are now is not going to be the team the Bills are in late December and early January. And I think the teams that are really good now aren't going to be the same teams in January either. And you hope you, I'm not saying that all any of the good teams or all of the good teams are going to regress in any way, but teams are going to go through stumbles and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Not, not any team stays hundred percent healthy. So there, there's going to be things that happen throughout the year that change who these teams are um, just is the nature of the NFL. So uh, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how, how they do evolve this offense, you know, if they, if they want to start kind of letting the horses out of the stables and, and, and let this thing really start humming on all to. cylinders. They have to. And I think, yeah, I think the they whole, let's try this, let's try yeah. that. Let's yeah. just Use rely games on ex- execution and, and that kind of thing has to go yeah. out the window. I think yeah, this is what works for us. This is what we do. Well, let's go out and just do it. This is like when they were seven and six, two years ago in 2021 and they won four in a row right four in a row and they got to mm-hmm. 11 and six beat the patriots in the playoff game and then lost to the chiefs in the divisional round obviously the 13 seconds which they should have won but it was one of those years where like we kind of forget that they were seven and six at one point they were seven and six 13 games into the year they're four and three right now seven games in the year and i know i've been really critical tonight and i'm usually if you listen to this on if you listen to this or you watch this show i think most people, I don't know if you agree with this, Lance. Most people would say I'm pretty positive towards the Bills. I think I'm usually a, yeah. I have a positive outlook because it's never always doom and gloom. And if it's always negative, then what's what's the point of this? You're not having fun. It's football at the end of the day. Yeah. You want to have fun. Right. It, it's football. It's a sport, and we do this for fun. But sometimes you have to be honest. And there are some people that are online that are always negative, straight negative, 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 negative. And I don't want to live like that. And I know Lance does. And Lance is better than me. I don't want to live me. like that, waking up, being negative about this team because I love this team. And if I didn't love this team, I wouldn't care this much. But I had to be critical because they deserve to be criticized because we know this team can be better. I don't have to go on that rant again. We know this team can be better. But let's move to Tampa Bay. On to Tampa Bay. Because when I mean on to Tampa Bay, I mean 24 hours from now. No, no, 24 hours. 48 hours from 24 hours would be tomorrow night. 48 hours from now, they'll be in the middle of a game right now. 25 minutes into a kickoff, 48 hours from now against a Buccaneers team. Lance will be at the game. Home team. Home game. Buccaneers are sitting at a nice three and three. They've already had their bye week. They have wins over Minnesota, Chicago, and the Saints. And they have losses over the Eagles, the Lions, and the Falcons. And they've lost two in a row, which came to a 20 to 6 defeat against the Lions two weeks ago or a couple weeks ago. And then they lost 16 3, 16 13, excuse me, to the Buccaneers, uh, Falcons. So this team is sitting at three and three. They've had some good things and they've had some bad things to uh, start the year. So what do you what, what are you looking for right now, Lance? Thursday night matchup against a Buccaneers team that's kind of middle of the road in the NFL. Yeah, look, we got to get pressure on Baker Mayfield. I mean, I think that that is just one thing we lacked. We didn't get penetration. We didn't get uh, pressure. Um, on New England enough to affect what they wanted to do on offense. And I think that, um, you know, if the, if the bills can't, 
get pressure the, early in the season. They were pressuring. We thought this team was going to have like five sacks a game easily. Right. I mean, Leonard Floyd looked like he came yeah. out of the game on fire. AJ Epinesa was having a great, and he's still playing well, but just last week they did not get the pressure. So they I think that's pressure. the big thing is, is get, um, you know, win your matchups up front on the defensive line, because that's how this defense uh, wins. That's how this team wins is to, to be able to win, one-on-one matchups and the same goes for the offense when you have any matchup from a skill player's perspective one-on-one you got to beat your man and give Allen an avenue to throw the ball now obviously we've talked about this Allen's got to hit that guy uh in the right with timing so that the play works it just Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing to me that's been off you have got to figure out the timing of these routes and get on the same page with your receivers and hit the guy that's open, take what the defense gives you. And we'd say that so much and it just doesn't seem to happen. Uh, and that's what I think fans are really looking for is just to, for it to be easy. You really have to take what the defense gives you. And as we showed you, there's, there's things there that can be taken that just aren't being taken. And then when that happens and when the timing's thrown off on a play, it's it's a scramble drill, and more often than not, the scramble drills are not turning out in the positive manner as they were previous years. You need Ed Oliver to play on Thursday, and I think I didn't look at the injury report today, Lance. Did you look at that? I think he was he a fool today, or was he? I think he's still limited and questionable. Let me let me look at him right now because that's important to one aware. Those PR. Thank you. This is important because Ed Oliver, no shot at. Jordan Phillips and no shot at Tim Settle. It, it's a different defensive interior D line without obviously Daquan Jones, which we're going to be out for a long time. They did bring back Eli Anku to the practice squad. I bet you he gets the call up for Thursday over Kendall Vickers. Just gonna be honest, right? I, I think Eli Anku knows the system is probably better than Kendall Vickers, and when he's been on this team, he's been good. So I bet you Eli Anku is called up for Thursday. Looking at the injury report right now, Ed Oliver was limited and limited. Monday was a walkthrough. Today was a legit practice. We'll know more tomorrow. <laughs> Quick turnaround, like I said, because they're playing a game in 48 hours. Uh, Phillips was limited with a back. Von Miller was arrest slash new limited. Uh, DMP was Dawson Knox, obviously, and Balen Spector. Everyone else was full, which included Allen, Bernard, uh, Brown, and uh, Kair. Yeah, they have to get pressure at the middle. They have to get pressure in general because I think, I don't know, this Buccaneers offense. The Buccaneers are a very interesting team to me. Like, I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league heading into the year, Lance. They've played, I think, above my personal expectations, but they've come back to earth the last two games against a really good Detroit team that also just got absolutely rolled. On Sunday, they were due for, I, think, I guess they were due for that because they got steamrolled by a Baltimore team that looks really good right now. And then maybe Baltimore's peaking at the wrong time. Maybe like San Fran's lost two in a row to, who did they lose two weeks ago to? I know they lost to Minnesota. They lost to Cleveland the week before. They lost to Cleveland and Minnesota. Both games where you're, if you're looking at it, you're like, oh my God, San Fran's better than both of those teams. So it's not always doom and gloom because NFL is such a week to week league. You can never take an opponent lightly. Uh, San Fran's learned that the last two weeks. Bills probably have learned that a little bit. Uh, it's a nice reality check what the NFL gives you. Uh, Von Miller said that it's a punch to the face. It's a, it's a gut punch. It's a reality check. <clears throat> the NFL. But the Buccaneers, the Baker Mayfield, two seventy five on Sunday, one touchdown, one interception. Right. Rashad White's been really hit or miss this year. Their premier or their primary running back in Tampa. 
but you have a Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Those are some legit weapons. Yeah, you're gonna for have, sure. You're, you're gonna have to guard people on on Thursday. I don't know you if you gotta play disciplined football on defense. You gotta know what your Tampa assignment is next game. I don't know if Tampa's defense is great. I don't know if they have a great secondary, but I, I don't. I'm not in love with the Bills' offense at the moment, as you as you can tell. Yeah. But this is a winnable game. Vegas is in love with the Bills. Vegas loves the Bills. Bills are, I think, as the last time I checked, were eight and a half on the on the line. That's a lot of points for a team that just lost to the Patriots. Yeah. Well, I think it's a cross. It's a crossover, a conference game. Those <clears throat> uh, are you. New. Yeah, you you have to think that the better team is going to eventually prevail. Um, and oh, would, and the, would, the, would the Bills with Josh Allen are going to find uh, their mark here. I think it's been three games. They had a tough stretch. Um, it is a short week though. Coming off, it's not going to be easy. But <clears throat> ultimately, I think that I don't think Tampa Bay is great. Yeah, you have you have a, a another um, subpar defense Sorry. that you have to go out and beat. Tampa's offense, Tampa's defense has been subpar. Uh, they've been better of late, but they've given up at least twenty points in four of the five games. They, uh, four of the last five games. Sorry, no, yeah, four of the last four of the last five games. Uh, Minnesota's not showing up with this, but four of the last five games they played. They're three and three. They played six. We played seven. Four of the last five games they've given up at least twenty points in four of them. But their scoring outbreak in their last five games is 17 against Chicago, 11 against Philly, 9 against the Saints, 6 against Detroit, and 13 against Atlanta. This offense hasn't been great. And I forgot, they beat Minnesota week one. I think they put up 20. They scored 20 points once this year. No. 27. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I read that so wrong. Yep. I read that so wrong. ESPN, okay, guys. Whatever I do, ESPN. What the heck? The, the ESPN threw me off. They flipped the whole. Okay. Yep. Whatever I just said made no sense, does not correlate to anything I'm going to talk about, and you never heard it. Scratch it from the record. What do they say in court? Uh, you know, they say like, yeah. whatever. Scratch yeah, scratch it from the record because that doesn't count. Ah, man, I just messed myself up. Sorry about that, guys. It happens. Uh, okay. Better. The last two games, they have only scored 13 and six points. That's better. Yeah. Yes, I'm yep. right. Three out of the four last games, they scored under 15. Yes, yep. that is correct. I did it. Okay, Lance, you talk now because I probably should stop. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that – in Greek. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about um, oh, man, I'm so bad. our matchup to watch here. I, I guess we're not really going to give a player of the game for that loss. Oh, Golden key. Golden key. But me, because I was at the really game. for for the Bills here. We've been saying for the last three weeks now that they need kind of this or last two weeks, let's say after the Jags, you know, we thought against the Giants, it'd kind of be a get right game. And then at, at against the Patriots, like, oh, we got to have a get right game here. And this week <clears throat> we got to say it again. You know, this team has to come out and and show some fight here. Yeah, I, that's you're in front of your home fans now. Yeah. And the Show last up. time you're in front of your home fans, you didn't play well. And the last time before that, you went out and just romped Miami. So you have got to come out here and put the screws to Tampa Bay on Thursday night football. Um, but it's not going to be easy. I don't think that it's going to be a huge offensive game. I think we're going to have to settle for, you know, a mid to high 20s 
maybe uh, for the from the Bills' offense, and then you know we have to see something from our defense. If the defense can step in and provide some key plays uh, to to get the stops we need in in moments to continue to give the offense a chance to gain momentum for this team, that's going to be the recipe for success. And I, it just didn't happen. Uh, last Sunday. I also think the defense sees that and they feel that, right? They see an offense that's struggling. Like, we got to go make a play. And de- the defense shouldn't have to do that at this point with how banged up they are. And I get it. They needed to make a stop. And that was no excuse for that last drive because even with the injuries, they're still better than this Patriots team. They're still a better team than this Patriots team. They should have got a stop and we should be 5 and 2 right now. Probably not should be 5 and 2, but we should have got a stop. Whatever. It's, can we have, some energy. Can we can we can we show up in the first quarter? I'm not asking to go up 21 nothing into the first quarter. That would be kind of nice. It'd be nice for a while. You can't go three and out on the first drive, can, especially. Can we, Cannot. can we show up in the first half? Can I just all I'm asking for? I'm not asking to be up 30 nothing at halftime so I can go to bed. I won't, but you get what I'm saying. Like show up, show some energy. It's been Three weeks in a row, you have had nothing in the first half. You had 10 points in three first halves. Come on. I just spit over my computer. But come on. <laughs> like, I'm, it's it's ridiculous. This team is too good. They're too talented to do that. And you should not have. we should not go into the second half like, crap, we got to make a stop. Which you do need to make a stop. But go into the second half. We got to score points. Quick, 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 quick. Can we, if Sean McDermott wants to play complimentary football, can we score some points? And then we can do it. We can make Sean McDermott happy. Go go up 10 nothing. Score a touchdown. Kick a field goal. Go up 10 nothing and be like, okay, right. let's do our thing. They haven't done it in three weeks, and they're one and two because of that. They're one and two because of those first halves. It's not because of the last drive. And I get it. You can say last drive last week, they stopped. It doesn't matter. You show up in the first half against the Patriots, you win the game. I'm not asking for how much am I like uh Yes, Matt's right. I think Bluebirds do show up if they go three now, 100%. Do you agree? Yeah. They show up. Uh, they won't, show up. won't they be shoot. for me. Um, I'll be there and we'll find out. I, they'll boo, they'll gosh, boo you. I just yeah, probably will. But I I think that, you know, again, this, this team has not played well by any means. No. But it's been a person here, a person there. Just not making a play, whether it's a play there, a play here, dropping yeah. the ball. Yeah, uh, Allen missed one guy here, you know, on a play, a block being missed on another play. And Izzy made a good point about the offensive line; they're a ton better than they were last year for sure. That's why we get the ability to run the ball better this year, is because we have this offensive line. But they're not great every play, and that's to be expected. You can't be great every play, but they are getting confused far too often on pass on obvious passing downs and Allen's having to improvise. He's not comfortable. He's not, you know, he did, you saw um, he stood in there and absolutely fired that ball down the field to Stefan Diggs late, but earlier in the game when he needed to stand in there and deliver a ball, he didn't, he kind of backed out and, and kind of relied on the scramble drill again. So there's, it's hit or miss. There's times when, you know, Everything is being done properly by each component of the offense and you get good plays, but there's far too many times where one component just fails and it's not working and it's too, it's too inconsistent. That's the biggest thing. 
to find the consistency yeah. here and to find their their rhythm and their stride is they're going to need guys to step in and step up to to make the plays at the at the crucial times. I think that's going to make this offense look a lot different if they can do that. And that's talking about third downs. That's talking about a fourth down or you know coming off the defense giving up a score. You got to come out there and make a statement and get something back. Um, sustain a drive, give the defense a rest so that they can be fresh on the next drive out. So those are the things that we just haven't seen the last three weeks, and it's got to happen this week to avoid uh, dropping to 500 at four and four. So with that, I think it's a perfect segue to give some score predictions. Peter, what do you think about this week's game? Do you have a score prediction? Yeah. You know what? I do have a score prediction. I got Bill's... 23, Tampa Bay 13. Bills 23, Tampa Bay 13. I think the Bills kind of get back a little, not fully. They move in the right direction. They cover that eight and a half. They win by 10. We're feeling a little better on Tuesday when we're talking. We're not, we're still talking about some struggles, but it's kind of in the right direction. I think they win by 10. I like 23 to 13. I don't know if I fully trust Tampa Bay's offense at yeah. the moment. I knock on wood because I don't know. I don't know anymore sometimes. But I'm going 23 yeah. 13 Bills. That's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little bit higher for the Bills offense and go 27 16 for the Bills. I think that um, you know this defense uh, is able to to prevent Wait, again, what you uh, some touchdowns. 27 16. So okay. a touchdown and three field goals gets you 16 for the Bucks and then. A touchdown or three touchdowns and two field goals gives the Bills 27. So I think that, you know, that's a good output. You want to get some of the points early, though. You know, that's the thing. Uh, you really need, like you said, you got to go out there. Um, I almost want the Bills, and I know they're not going to do this and they probably shouldn't do this, but I almost want them to, if they win the toss, take the freaking ball and go down there and score a touchdown right away. I mean, that would be exciting for the fans, get the fans into the game. You really, um, would would kind of put the if you get those fans riled up early, uh, it's always a difficult place to play here in Buffalo, and and the and the fans are gonna be maybe a little hesitant to start the game, worried about you know being let down. So I think if the Bills can come out of the gates, put something on the board early, a, a touchdown, not just a field goal, um, that that's gonna go a long way into setting the tone for the game. Some key Buccaneers injury news as of Tuesday. Uh, they're starting D-tackle Vita Vea, and they're starting left guard Matt Feeler are both – did both not practice today. Uh, I would – before you get – not excited for someone being injured, before you like put that in your back of your mind, I would probably wait until Wednesday, tomorrow. But yep. a Vita Vea loss is massive. It's like a Daquan Jones kind of loss. Like You should be able to for run sure, the ball yeah. if Vita Vea is not there and Matt Feller – uh, I don't know how good he is, but he's a starting guard, their left guard. And then two other injuries. I expect both to play, but they were limited on Tuesday. Wide receiver Chris Godwin was limited on Tuesday. Something to watch. And quarterback Baker Mayfield was limited on Tuesday. That is another thing to watch. Uh, we'll see tomorrow. If if those two other guys did not practice, Vita Vea and Matt Feeler, on, two, on Wednesday, then they probably won't play Thursday. And if Chris Godwin being limited, limited, I bet you Baker Mayfield plays. I'm not saying he's not going to play, but just four injuries or four injury designations at the moment, I would keep an eye on. And 
wait for the Buccaneers injury report to come out tomorrow. But Avita Vea lost massive for Tampa. He's one of the best. The Bills interior. still have the largest point differential in the league, by of course FYI. They do. Of course they do. And of course they do. they've of got course. the second most points scored, and they've got the one, two, three, four, five, sixth least points against. So I'm not calling this on, you know, there's still a lot of season left here. These, these guys are going to turn this thing around. It all starts on Thursday at Highmark stadium with the bills against the Buccaneers. I'm pretty pumped about it. I think that this game uh, goes far better than anyone's probably predicting. Um, and it could, it could be, uh, you know, real positive to, to get these bills rolling in the right direction on Thursday. It's, I think Rory's asking the Mayfield injury. It's, I believe it's a left leg, left knee injury. I know it's something on the left legs. I don't know if it's a knee or just a full leg. Um, I'm trying to find the injury report right now. Baker Mayfield knee is a knee injury. He was DNP on Monday, but they did a walkthrough, and he was a limited participant on Tuesday. Uh, and Matt Fuel has been a DNP for two days. Uh, Chris Godwin was eliminated on Tuesday of a neck and Vita Vea DT with the groin. Oh, those groins are not easy to come back from. Right. Those groin, groin injuries. So I don't think Vita Vea plays. I don't know. But Roy Collins asked your question. Mayfield, he's doing a, knee, a left knee injury at the moment. I would fully expect him to play once we hear otherwise. Okay. That's going to do it for this show. If you listen on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, and you commented, we appreciate it. Make sure you guys follow all those things as well as Bill and Buffalo Instagram. And if you did miss this episode, you can always rewind, listen back, or if you prefer the audio version, Apple Podcast. Oh, before I say this, my dad texts me. He always texts me his predictions. Bill's 24, Buccaneers 17. He has the right. my seven. But if you're betting, that means take the bucks, according to my dad. But uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Odyssey. Wherever you get your podcast, Bill and Buffalo Podcast Network will come out tomorrow morning if you want to listen to that. Izzy's right. Rory, thank you for the thumbs up. Smash the like. And Lance, who are we sponsored by? Yeah, and also, if you haven't done so yet, head on over to YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, We did have to create a new YouTube channel uh, just a little while ago and would love to uh, get uh, some of those followers back from the channel that had to be removed due to spam. But... uh, we are sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, the best daily fantasy app on the planet. Use promo code BLITZ when you sign up at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app. You will get a deposit match up to $100 and a special player promo uh, for a pick'em entry as well. So go sign up now using promo code BLITZ and get your deposit match. Get in the game. You got baseball, hockey, and of course, Thursday night football with your bills against the Buccaneers. Uh, get in the game and make this season even more exciting with Daily Fantasy from Underdog Fantasy. Yep, this is always sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, like Lance said. Bill and Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, as always, and Bill and Buffalo Podcast Network. We will see you guys back here next Tuesday at 8 o'clock, recapping Bill's Bucks and getting you ready for Sunday Night Football Bill's Bengals. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the show, and as always, go Bills. Go Bills, baby.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.